I got a song for you. Oh. I don't know this song. Yes, you do. I mean, I know it, but... <laughs> it's a good song. You don't know all the words to this no, song? No, this is, this is one I don't know. Let it go, though. Are you sure? On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance for home. I know, you know, I know. The new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. DKNY, all up in my eye. Gotta ride it. Back to the brother. Brand that's it. Dancing, dance. Wish, wish, dance to the gig. Sip a cigar like you keep a cabal. I just bite it. It's for the look. I don't like it. That's it. I know, I know more, but that's a goodie, babe. It's infinite. Because Biggie's Wild Style's all in it. Getting jiggy with it. Uh, so Will Smith is actually a really good rapper. Yeah. Like legit. Yeah. He's still got it. He's got to be, what, 80, what 86 sh- now? <laughs> he's like he's, in his 50s. He's still got it. He just came out with this Spanish um Oh, like, I, I saw that on here. I'm like, is that a new song? I think so. I, or it's newer. But he just... He's the original Mr. Worldwide. Who's that guy? Pitbull? Yeah. He's like, dale, Mr. Worldwide. Will Smith is the, is, the, is the OG Mr. Worldwide. I like Will Smith a lot. Yeah, he's cool. Mm-hmm. I met him. No. Didn't. Oh, didn't okay. ever met him, no. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I would have heard this story. Yeah, no. Well, we would have been best friends. Right. Yeah, so. And then you probably never would have married me. Oh, for sure not. <laughs> Rude. I'm just teasing, babe. Mm. How was your week? It was good. Yeah. We had our ups and our downs this week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thursday was rough. That's why we didn't... Well, we weren't able to get an episode out by Friday. But it's Sunday. It's Sunday. We'll let, we'll release it today, right after we record. Mm-hmm. And today's a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great day today. Yeah. Yeah. We went to church. Mm-hmm. We were, not only were we on time, we were a minute early. Wow. That never happened. We're always late. I know. But we're dog sitting my brother's dog. And this guy just, I don't know if he sleeps at all at night. Um, yeah, but he got me up at 6, 6.30 this morning, which usually I like to sleep in a little bit on the weekends. But it was nice. It was quiet in the house. I got to make coffee, make coffee and sit outside and enjoy the birds chirping mm-hmm. it's really nice yeah it's a it's... beautiful time if, if you're not a morning person and you can find quietness in the morning oh there's nothing like it yeah i like mornings they're peaceful for sure yeah well they're peaceful for you because you sleep right through them i'm saying if i get up and i enjoy yeah. it it's like so quiet it's you, so different you um you are so fresh in the morning thanks boo you are you just have this like some people wake up and you're like oof you look terrible (laughs) but it doesn't matter how many hours you get you always look so fresh in the morning you're sweet it's true i love it Mm -hmm. so fresh and so kind that's great um i do enjoy mornings i've always enjoyed sunrises more than sunsets but i just don't wake up that early so I usually wake up and I'm like, crap, I got to get up and get going. I got a lot to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hate being rushed in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
you can figure out a way to not be rushed it's great yeah yeah cool so what was like the best part of your week well one thing i have been enjoying enjoying is since i'm doing the marathon training yeah it's just those runs it's just you have to run today quiet time no you have to run today uh guys i'm two weeks in i haven't missed any and yesterday i missed a run and you were supposed to go today and you didn't babe we've no, been doing yeah, stuff no we've been doing stuff for sure but you have to run you're so annoying yeah um so i've been enjoying the morning runs because it's just quiet time or i listen to music but um it's just it's nice to get outside, get fresh air. Yeah. Feel productive. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if I didn't get anything done today, at least I... At least you ran. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's nice. Um, But I enjoyed having my sister come down. Yeah, Nikki came in. She's a good time. From it was Indiana. really nice. Yeah, we had fun. It was really nice. What was the funniest part of your week? The funniest part? Yeah. Probably the comedy show we went to. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was a great time. Yeah. We went to a comedy show Friday night. My cheeks were hurting. Yeah. Same. We laughed a lot. And there was like a bunch of, so like two or three people uh, stopped in to do stand-up. Like some guy has a TV show mm-hmm. on ABC. He stopped in. And then another local guy stopped in. They were all funny. They had like five-minute sets, you know, quick couple jokes. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah, it was inspiring for me because I feel like I'm going to do a stand-up one day. Yeah, I got your back. Thanks. It'll be... You can't come. Okay. I guess I don't have your back. <laughs> yeah, you can be there because you have to start the laughs. Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you when to laugh. Oh, you want me to be Get in the crowd going. laughing? Yeah. Yeah. Aha, uh-huh, that was so funny. Well, yeah, I'll be like, thanks to the one guy laughing here. <laughs> and then usually people laugh. Uh, and they're like, oh, well, see, that guy knows what I mean. Then people are like, oh, ha, ha. <laughs> You're such a dark. I know. What so, was the best part of your week? Um, Yeah, that night out, I think, was the best and the funniest. Because mm-hmm. we don't really go out a ton. Yeah. So it was nice. And then we went out with friends, which is really nice. And we went to Bub City beforehand, which there's live music there. And it's like a country bar. And... I love live music wherever wherever we can find it. It's great. And the band was awesome. So that was a lot of fun. And then the comedy show was great. And then um, just being able to wake up and enjoy the day. I spent a lot of time outside today. I dug our patio out. So now we just got to figure out what we're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Pour some concrete and hopefully start remodeling outside. Because right now it's just a disaster. You say it's a disaster. It's not a disaster. Is it done? No. Mm. Is it kind of, there's parts that are a little messy? Yes, but I we're working on it. just dug a big hole. Babe. There's a huge hole in our backyard. I get that, but for you, it's like you walk in and there's three pieces of paper on the kitchen table and a couple crumbs. You're like, the table's a disaster. What's going on? Well. <laughs> <laughs> you use the word disaster like a tornado went through. I used the word disaster. No, never mind. I was going to make a political joke, but I figured. <laughs> okay. Um, but instead of being like, yeah, that's a mess, whatever. Yeah. You're just like, 
it's fun. It's fun to be exaggerative every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Spices up life a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So we got some advice? Yes, we do. Someone was giving me advice. Oh, what did John today say in church? He's like, if I'm going to give you marital advice, this is a quick... I was going to write it down. I didn't write it down. Um, Church today was good. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. It was about... Um, well, I learned today that the book of Second John is like 13 verses long. That's an entire book. That's a short book. That's my kind of book. And um, basically the whole story was to walk in truth and to walk with in love, right? To walk mm-hmm. with love. And I think it's very applicable to, to marriages and relationships. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it talked about, I like, he, he talked about accountability. So he was like, ask your, oh, he, he, the, the advice that he gave was the sandwich. Mm -hmm. So he said, ask your partner, like, how's my walk? How's my walk? Am I I walking my talk? Right. And he said, you have to do it in a sandwich. The bread is the compliment, so you start with a compliment. And then the meat is the critique. Mm-hmm. And then you end with a compliment. So you're like, you're doing so good. You're working so hard. You're whatever. You can work on this. This is where I can see this going on. Um, but I really love how you do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's a compliment sandwich. Yeah. That's managerial 101. Yes. I'm looking for this advice, and... I thought that she had Instagrammed it to me, but she messaged it to me, so I got it. Did we talk about health last week? Mm, well, we talked know. about Candida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why is her advice health? Yes. Let's, let's well, hear Well, she it. said, I'm responding to your podcast, dot, dot, dot. Not that Kyle and I are ultra healthy, but we have made changes over the years. I feel like there is always room for improvement. Also, I think redefining what healthy meant was a big step. I used to think healthy meant six packs and no cellulite. Now I think having energy, sleeping well, and being active are my terms for a healthy lifestyle. When I cook at home, we eat paleo, smoothie salads, grilled chicken and veggies, etc. When we go to people's houses or go out, we eat whatever. I have a huge sweet tooth, so that is always a struggle and I feel like could be improved. We both rock climb a couple times a week and are thinking about doing a hundred days of sweat challenge mm. where it doesn't matter what you do as long as you do something active for a hundred days in a row. Does that include the bedroom? Maybe. Hey girl. Depending on how much you're actually, how much work you're putting in. Well, too, you could crank the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's called sexercise. Is that a term? Yeah. I don't know. I'm unaware of this stuff. I'm not sure it's a term. You know how vanilla I am. I know. You're cute. I'm like, kind of suture. What's that? (laughs) Liz bought me, when we were dating, she bought me a comma poop poop trip book. It's all the different positions to take poops in. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a joke. I got them for you when we like first started dating because you were going through yoga teacher training. Yeah. So I thought it was funny because the guy's like doing a yoga position on the front. Yeah. 
it's a funny pump, book. We ha- we have it in our bathroom now. Yep. We should we should put it in the powder room though, so our guests can see it. Yeah. Because it's in our bedroom, ba- our bathroom. Yeah. That's pretty much what our household is. Stuff like that. That's what you're getting when you're coming over. Kamapuptra. Kamapuptra. Mm-hmm. And there's like and there's like partner there's like partner poop poses. Really? You you haven't flipped through it? I did, but I don't remember. Oh, it's so disgusting. We really do need to get a squatty potty for our bathroom, though. But I need, like, a man-sized one. I know. I know. Yeah. So, I like that advice, though, to find your own, what what health is well, for I you. I think you do have to redefine health because... Because cause the people at, at church, the guy who was on my podcast, Russ, him and his wife, they're, they do Ironmans. So, right. like, their definition of healthy is going to be a little different than ours. Right. Um... Well, I think staying flexible. I think what she said about if I feel energized, I think that's yeah, huge. Feeling huge, energized yeah. and that I got good sleep and I'm feeling healthy and strong. I think really that's what it's about because the things when I feel more energized tend to be when I'm taking better care of myself. Mm-hmm. When I'm eating better, I'm exercising regularly, I'm whatever. Well, health because health goes beyond the body too, you right. know, mental health and all that. So if you're extremely healthy physically, like you have a great diet and you exercise a ton, but you're not getting a ton of sleep or you're super stressed out, like your energy is going to be way down. Right. And that's not health for me, mm-hmm. but yeah, define it. Well, and I think redefining, being able to redefine it. Cause I'm sure, I think I'm constantly redefining it for myself. Yeah. You know, because my life does change. My routines change. I have to adapt. And I think knowing that, okay, right, let's say I get into this really good routine Mm -hmm. that I'm feeling great. But, like, once we have kids, it might not be doable, you know. So it's like, okay, how, what am I doing so that I feel healthy and that Mm -hmm. I feel strong and that I have energy every day? How am I fueling my body, mind, and spirit? Yeah. The candida diet was cool. I felt really good on it. I didn't. I know. I barely pooped. When I did, it was, I mean, trigger warning or whatever that phrase you taught me was. That's the dumbest trigger thing. Trigger warning for the people that, that don't want to hear about poop. the dumbest thing I have ever said. I heard. If you are someone who says trigger warning, please stop. Trigger I get it warning. with certain things. Like, uh, I follow a lot of birth accounts. So, but you're following them. Well, right. So unless like someone's posting a picture of someone's head blown off. No, but they'll they'll say like it'll be like a it'll be like like a something on the front and it'll be like swipe white for their photo. It'll be like trigger warning because it's like a mom holding her baby that she just lost. So if somebody follows these accounts and they had just lost a child, they might not want to see that image. You know. So I understand it in certain circumstances, but. I feel like I, we're, I was we're making overly sensitive. I agree. I agree. But where I find it, we do. We take things way too personally. Like, and if you we, can't handle things on the internet, don't be on the internet. It's that easy. I'm going to, I mean, people listening to this might get mad about this, but I remember one time I made a comment because Chicago, the weather's all over. I said, the weather here is so bipolar, like whatever. And this girl's like, you really need to be like, that's not even funny to joke about. You need to be careful like there's people that are really bipolar out there and I'm I like I know plenty of bipolar people. Right. You don't just stop using the word bipolar. 
Right. But it was like a month ago I was making bone broth. Like clinically bipolar people. The girl goes, I posted the bone broth on Mm. my Instagram story. She goes, you need a trigger warning. I'm a vegan and whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put a trigger warning. That chicken was raised in our backyard humanely. It was butchered humanely. And it's the circle of life. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick. But geez, Louise. I agree. I think I think it is appropriate. Warning. I think it's appropriate for certain things. But I think for the most part, we are just like if you see something that doesn't sit right with you, don't look at it. Don't like, listen to it. Move like on. Back in the back in the day when they were showing those beheadings when we first went to war, like in 08 or 09, when they were showing those beheadings on TV and stuff, it was like, yo, you might. This is what we're gonna show. You might not want to watch watch it. I, right. I get it. But saying the weather is bipolar, how else are you gonna describe the weather? It is. In the morning, it's 30 degrees and snowing. In the afternoon, it's 80 and sunny. And at night, it's 70 and tornado. That's <laughs> what other word? I mean, and who cares? It's just a word. Sticks and stones. Well, I think what the thing, what's happening is we live in such a victim mentality. So everything's happening to me. Well, we, we all take things so personally. Where it's like not everything is, is an attack. Nothing is an attack. Nothing right. is personal. Right. That's what we learned in our coaching is one of the top things. Well, even in the four agreements, it's do not take things personally. Right. When somebody comes at you, it's because of their own stuff. Right. Right. And I'm not coming at anybody. I'm just no, saying something No, you're like, hey, the weather's passing. bipolar. If I said something that truly, you're like, hey, truly offended somebody. This weather somebody, is bipolar. And I'm using the word bipolar because I hate all bipolar people and bipolar people should go run. And it's like, okay, Liz, what's your deal? You know? <laughs> right. Like, hey. I think that if I did something that truly, truly offended somebody, I'm fine having a conversation yeah. because my intention is not to offend somebody. And I think that's also something that you have to look at as well. There yeah. are just a-holes out there who are trying to get attention and pissing oh, people yeah. off. Oh, yeah. You know, but... There's trolls. There's people who are oh, just angry. So and trolls. But, I mean, none of it's personal. That's why no. you just can't engage Well, I in think it. what we were talking about today is, one, accountability, and two, walking with love. And it's, if you live with accountability, with what you do and what you say, and you walk in love or with love, it's like, what people say in return or what people think in return, that's, that's on them. Mm-hmm. There's a famous quote, like, what people think about you is none of your business. Mm-hmm. Because it's their thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you're going to try to control everybody's thoughts. I've never heard that. You've never heard that? No, I love what it. What people think about you is none of your business. I've never heard that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it's true. The quote that he shared in church today, though, is actually. I'll pull it up. It I know it. It's so one of good. my favorite quotes. It says. Um, Don't butcher it. I'm not going to. Your actions are so loud that I nope, can't hear that wasn't you. it. Your actions speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you are saying. Yeah. Your actions Ralph speak, Waldo Emerson. Your actions speak so loudly that I cannot hear what you're saying. That's I been... I love I've, that. Yeah. I remember I found that quote years and years ago, and I used to say that all the time um, when I found myself in a toxic relationship. I would repeat that to myself. Like, your actions speak so loudly, because I would be getting told what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. But their actions were completely opposite. And it's like, I can't hear what you're saying mm-hmm. because your actions are, compl- are are what's showing what your intentions really are. Yeah. And I think that's really huge is 
you can't hear people when their actions are proving you elsewise. Right. And it could be in a positive way too. It could be someone who's saying like, I don't know, it's anything where like maybe, maybe they're self-doubting, but their actions are. Yeah. That's so... how it was when you and I first started dating. What do you mean? Your actions, you're like, yeah, I don't think I can be in a relationship right now. I don't whatever. But you'd fly out to see me. You'd FaceTime me every day. You were like so complimentary. We, you like, you tell me how much you like me, but then you didn't want to be in a relationship with me. I'm like, what the? And normally Not it's opposite. Normally guys are like, oh yeah, I really really like you, and then never call you. You were like, yeah, I really really like you. I'm gonna call you all the time. Oh no, but we're not gonna be together. Hook, line, and sinker. They call it. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, yeah. I love that quote though. Your actions speak so loudly that I can't hear what you're saying. That is, I mean, if we take that to our relationship, right? It's like, we don't need it. Some, some people, their love language is words of affirmation, right? Yeah. I, I need words of affirmation. That's one of mine for sure. I do. That's but, one of mine. But my number one. Is access service. Access service. Why do you think I cook for you and prepare your lunches? Right. And... But that, that quote, I mean, is, is exactly my, my love language is like, Show me. Your actions speak so loudly I can't hear what you're saying, but I like what you're saying too. Keep saying them. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that is really good to apply in any relationships. Yeah. So I think for us, um, what's a way, oh, and what John was saying too at church today was um, ask ask how, how your walk is doing. So how is my walk? You want to do this on air? Yeah, I don't care. I don't know. You don't know? I'm trying to think of any critiques and I can't. That's what... I'm not asking you to critique. I'm asking how was my walk? I think you're somebody who stands very firmly in kind of who you are and what you believe in and you live according to that. So... I think it depends on, I mean, if you're talking faith-wise, I think we both need to work on, like I've been saying forever, I want to get back into a routine and start reading my Bible again. And I think that's something we both need to start doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like how are you connecting spiritually every single day? No, I'm not. And I think that's something that we both need to improve on. Yeah. It's something that I enjoy doing, so I don't know why I'm not doing it. So how is my walk? Babe, it's, I'm telling you. I think you're, <laughs> you're somebody... You're talking about yourself. I'm saying for both of us, for you and for me. Yeah. Um, I don't... I think you're somebody who follows through with a lot. And you... You're very, very loving. Your actions don't speak different than your words. Like, especially you have a close knit of people. And you are somebody who... You're in line with what you say. Yeah. You're very loving. You're very caring, but you're also very honest. You're not afraid to call people out. So, um, what can I do so that my actions speak louder than my words? I don't know. I feel like they do. I feel like you're always the first one to like help people. Like, even when you're tired and it's the end of the day and your dad asks you to do one more thing, 
after you've already been home and showered, you go do it and you don't complain. Okay. You know? Yeah. You're... It's, it's, it's hard for me to believe that I'm walking completely in line with what I say. Okay, so then what do you think you need to improve on? I think for me, maybe maybe it's not what I say, but what I actually, what goes on in my head. I think for me, I can see myself taking more action, faith-based action, right? Um, it's not my dream to be laboring every day. Yeah. And I have dreams of helping people and making that my number one source of income or, or you know, way of living. Um, and I don't take the big risks that I need to in order to make that possible. Um, so I speak life into other people, I'd say, when mm-hmm. they when they come to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't as much for myself. I do for myself, for sure. Uh, just not as much. Like, I can get people to run through a wall, mm-hmm. but then I'll I'll open the door for myself sort of thing. Or I'll look for a door instead of, you know, yeah, just making it happen. I'll be like, oh, I'll wait till there's a door. Babe, you know you got to risk it. To get the biscuit. Mm-hmm. And that biscuit is buttered. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he going to say? I, I, I didn't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to say. Mm. So I was looking down, I know where down, you were downstairs, looking. and then I was like, "Oof, yeah." Mhm. 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 All right. Well, how can I improve on my walk? Uh, how is your walk? I'd say your walk is good. It's good. Your your walk is. I'd say at its at its best and it's getting better. Um, you're someone who speaks who speaks words of love and encouragement and acceptance. Um, and you walk that for sure, especially with people in your life, right? Face to face, physical people, uh, that you encounter day in and day out. You never leave anybody who doesn't feel better afterwards. Like when people talk to you, there's not a single person who feels worse off. Right. So as far as that goes, you, I mean, you, you're just you're awesome and you keep getting better. Uh, I think where you can grow, obviously, we talk about this all the time, is the cyber world. Um, I highly dislike the cyber world. I think there are a lot of benefits to the Internet. I think there's a lot of good that can come from. I mean, I have an Instagram and stuff. You know, you could connect with people. You can reach people who you don't talk to on a day-to-day basis. Um, but there are a lot of people there who, out there who, there's a lot of people, one, who you've never met, you don't know, and they are trolls and whatever, and then you let it affect you every once in a while. Most of the time you're like, don't care. Um, but sometimes you'll be like, I just don't get it. Like, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm being me. Like, why are people being mean? And then I'm usually like, babe. They've never met you. They don't know you. You know, it's not a problem. But then you have people who are supposed to know you, who 
are lying about you and that affects you and you get away from this walking with love you know speaking love into relationships and I think because you love so much and you're hurt by the people who are lying about you for no reason um that it's hard for you to disconnect to that yeah it's really hard yeah um and it's totally shitty and it's like there's no need you're 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 doing your best to just be a good person and to do what you what god calls in your heart to do you know um so i'd say for you know how do you walk your walk just love on them and i know it's i know it's hard i know it's hard to like to to try to disconnect and not care um but they're obviously going through some stuff that it's like they're so bitter and so who knows what's going on in their head and what they like what's what they value um but we're just called to love, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm, and I feel like that's something that I'm trying again, to work on. But again, everybody in person, that like when you have this connection with them, like an actual connection, you're looking eye to eye, you're you're on fire. It's it's this world that it's just words and it's all over just the internet. And that that's something that, and that's why I tell you all the time, like I get you work Oh, you know, you have your virtual doula stuff and you talk a lot on the phone with with your doula clients and you do your podcasts and a lot of it is internet based. So you you do need to be on your phone. I get that. Um, but it's so you've been so much more happier since you started running because you've been outside because you've well, one, you're exercising more and two, you're just connecting with nature and you're off your phone more. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our true nature as humans. Um, as far as like trolls go or relationships that have like, gone sour, it's like right. just love on them and, and keep doing what you do and let everything else go. I, ouch. I know. And I feel like that's something that I'm, I am working really hard on. I know you are. And I know it affects you. I know it sucks and. You have so much love to give. Not just me, but Right, I know, but it's like how you're how you're saying it's like it's it's just harder when it's people who who are supposed to know you and who are you know, it just it just sucks. Yeah. I don't want it to affect me, but but it is hard. I mean I today that's why i was just telling you like i just feel like i just have to be strong and keep loving yeah and that's like what i'm just trying to continue to tell myself because like i know who i am i know my worth and i know that what's being said isn't true well it's so silly right and i'm like i know most people don't even believe it but it's just like if that person believes it, then I'm like, why would, why would they believe that about me? Yeah. They know me. I would never do that. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, either they're just lying or they're believing their own lies. I don't know, but I just, I know I'm working on it and it, it does affect me. It's affected me 
for months now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not every day, but I do feel like I'm healing through it. And I did go through a phase where, yes, I was angry and I don't think I'm really angry anymore. It's more like just kind of grieving and sad. And then just whenever it comes to my mind, I just have to be loving. Yeah. I think that's important and not, not to like pull the attention away from you, but for anybody in relationships, no, absolutely. Right? We all, we all have something that is pulling us away from our true nature, right? And our yeah. true nature is to love, and to love each other. And if we all find a way to love each other and to gossip less and have less drama and to see the best in each other, and more people would be happy. Bullying will 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 go down. You know, like like we're adults now, and we have, and not not every adult has it. But when there's drama between adults, especially the listeners who are married or getting married or married with kids and stuff, it's like we all got married to potentially start a family and and raise the next generation. It's like it's up to us to 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 raise our kids in a way of. See the best in people. Yeah. Love love your neighbor. Love the person next to you. Even if you don't like them, even if uh, you don't agree with them, just love on them and respect them. Even if they don't deserve respect or they haven't earned it, give them a sense of respect because maybe they've never had that. Maybe they've never been given respect, so they don't even know what it's like. Yeah. They don't know how to earn it. But you can give it to them and show them that, like, hey, respect is... This is nice. And if we respect each other, we don't have to agree with each other. That's not, you know, we're not all robots. We all have our own personal beliefs. But if we can respect each other and love on each other, then then we can raise a generation where bullying doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Or where kids aren't growing up thinking they're less than or that they're, something's wrong with them. And that the suicide rate in kids will go down because as parents, because as the as a generation who's who's continuing our species on is is raising a generation of hey protect yourself for sure guard your heart from from the evils of the world but be the light that's what god calls us to do be the light walk with love mm-hmm. be strong and be steadfast focus on the holy spirit and how do you wake up in the morning and say spirit lead me you know that's the, the three word prayer that they said suggested today was spirit lead me and if we can just repeat that all day, it's like, Spirit, lead me. How do I lead with love? And, and when people attack me, and for sure they're lies, and for sure they're, they're laughable lies, and it hurts that, you know, that anybody would lie about you, but Spirit, lead me. Yeah. Spirit, lead me in my thoughts and my actions. I just, I hate that it gets draining. That's, and that's, that's, that's the part. That, right, I know, and that's yeah. the part that kills me too, is because when... When something comes up, it it does like it. I feel so emotionally drained, and I've never I've. I get so emotional, baby. Every time I think of you. What song is that? <sighs> Baby, you need to listen to oldies. I don't know the name Why or don't the you artist. Play them it's, for me. Uh, um. Like, I've never really dealt with anxiety, I feel like, but mm-hmm. any single time, like, this subject came up, 
or like somebody would ask about it or whatever, my heart would race uncontrollably. I would start sweating. I would get diarrhea. I would like, I don't know, literally just have this crazy physical reaction to the situation. And I've never had that before. Yeah. It's a trigger. It is because it even happened yesterday and I'm like, are you kidding me? But it's coming back to spirit lead me. Right. Right. And and I, it kills me to see you or anybody in my family get so distraught over something when I don't know why, but lately, like the last couple of weeks, I've just been on this trip of like, dude, we're going to die. Right. And as a trigger warning, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to die. Sorry. Uh, It sucks, but it doesn't suck because that's what makes life sweet. Right. So we're going to die. And if we're lucky, we'll get like maybe good health until we're, let's say, God willing, mid-70s. That would be awesome, right? So we'll have good health until mid-70s. So I'm almost 30. So I have like 40 good years of good health. And when I when I see myself or you or my family or friends get distraught or drained over stuff that is, one, a lie, two, doesn't matter, three... It's so, rem- like, I don't even know. I'm not, I don't have a vocabulary, so I'm just going to say remedial. I don't know if it applies, but, it you know, it's like, dude, we're going to die. And I get, so, like, for your situation, like, I understand that you're grieving through. I know we've talked about it so long, but it's like, you are such a powerful person. And you have such a big heart. And you have a way with words. And you have a way with connecting with people. And to see you waste a minute being sad or drained over something i get like if someone dies or you lose someone or whatever like grief go through the human process for sure but for someone as powerful as you it like breaks my heart that people who are so caught up in the world of drama are dimming your light you know like you are a bad ass chick thanks babe so like for me, I just every day I'm like, how do I, how can I be a rock for you where you can step into, you know, you could just shine your light, right? You are a rock for me. I feel like I couldn't have gotten through this without you. Yeah. Well, now I'm like, how do I take my light and light it under your ass <laughs> so that yours gets bigger? Because it's like, dude. Cause you're a badass. I mean, you know what I think about you. You're you're awesome, and uh, just seeing you interact with other women, and um, you're amazing. You you truly are. You truly have a gift of connecting and and growing and and making people feel extremely loved. And uh, anything that I can do to help you reach as more people as possible, I'm gonna do. Um, but in those times, and they're they're not often where you do get sucked into it. It's like yo, snap out of it, cause this is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna die. And I think I've been a lot more conscious of that. Like the last couple times that it's happened, I'm like, okay, stop. Right. Like you don't have time. Well, one, you don't you don't like engage in negative talk online. Right. You don't no. create drama. You don't engage in it. No. Which is awesome because that's not who you are. It's a waste of your time. Two. I don't even read it. People like tell me about it. Right. Yeah. You know. The only time you hear drama is when people are like, "Hey, did you see?" These people are yeah. talking crap you're like, about you. You're like, okay. But you've done a good job of like putting barriers up so that it's only positivity going in and it's only positivity going out. So that's awesome. Um, which I 
that's what we do for our home too, right? So I encourage the couples out there too. What Liz and I do is we pray over our home and we need to do it more too. I would like to do it like every Sunday, but we, I, I mean, I do it often. Um, we pray over our home that this home is a vessel of positivity and love and hope and that all negative thoughts or emotions or feelings just disappear. Once you walk through this front door, once you come into any door of our house, you're entered in, into a space of freedom and hope and love and peace. That's it. And we speak words of encouragement in this home. We don't we don't engage in in negativity or we don't fuel drama. We don't gossip. We don't that's just not what we do. We don't have time. All those things drain time. We don't have time. Sorry. We don't. But we do have time. To make that sweet stanky cheese. Babe, that doesn't sound good. No, no, it doesn't. That sounds not good. But I do love cheese. Yeah, you haven't had cheese in a while. No, we did the candida diet, which was like no nothing. And today you made You're a so today dramatic. you made a smoothie with fruits, which was like finally fruits and it was so refreshing. It was really good. Oh god, it was so good. Um Yeah. We have time for a lot of laughter, which we do. Right. But also, so we we have 40 years, let's say, right? Babe, we have more than that. I, well, I'm just saying. Let, we let's 60. Okay, let's minimum. say we got 60 years. Still, 60 years. Gone. Right? We're going to die. We don't have forever is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So there are things that drain your time and your energy, and there are things that fuel your time and your energy. Right. Right? So anything, I, let, this, this, is, this is the task. This is the challenge to do. This week. This week. Sit down with your partner and figure out, write down, get a pen and paper, speak with each other, and write down all the things that you engage in that f- that fuel your energy, and then all the things that you engage in that drain your energy, and get rid of everything that drains your energy. Just cut it off. If it's something that drains you, cut it off. It's If it's something that you can't avoid... Work with your partner. Like, let's say you you're at work, right? Right now, you're not just going to quit your job. We don't advise you to just quit your job unless it's abuse. Then just get out of the abusive, <laughs> yeah. whatever. But let's say your work is, is where you're getting so drained. Work with your partner on finding ways to... Set up boundaries. Right, set up boundaries. Or to, hey, let's work on finding a new job before we quit. Or, hey, what what can I do differently to be happier at work? You know, like work together. Right. So try to turn well, that. I know like at my last job, I was miserable before I quit, but that was also my attitude. Yeah. It really was. I had a great job. I was very, very fortunate. I was just so over it. I hated serving because I'd been doing it forever. I knew I wanted to pursue my dream and um, it didn't help that I was planning a wedding as well. Yeah. <laughs> but um I did have a bad attitude and I feel bad about that because mm-hmm. I would go to work and just be like, uh, this place sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. I had a great serving job. I had great coworkers. I made great money. Um, I really had it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very flexible. They want to take care of their employees most of the time. Um, and 
I, I really did have it easy and I complained and that was, I, I didn't have to be miserable at work the last few months and yeah. I was. So that's a lesson and that drained too for my, the future. Well, not drained my energy yeah. because I allowed myself instead of being like, oh cool, I get to go hang out with my coworkers and whatever, I would just. Yeah. So put on that drain list, um, bad attitude. Yeah, if you're, absolutely. If, it, if it's your attitude that drains you, put that on your draining list. Um, and then the fueling stuff, find time to engage in more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the challenge this week. Um, sit down together, create a list, fuel energy, drain energy. And um, if you want to share your list with us, we're more than well, happy to I check it out. Think, check it out. I think it's nice to do it with a partner too because you see me. You see what drains me. Mm-hmm. You see what fuels me. And it's vice versa too. So it's like, okay, I could be like, okay, what drains me? And then you're like, well, this is draining you. And I'm like, no, it's not. And you're like, no, I see your energy shift when this happens. Or yeah. I see this relationship in your life that Yeah, I mean, your partner is your you. biggest sounding board. Right? Yeah. Two souls become one. That's, I mean, I don't take that lightly. That's legit, especially when you're spending your days together and you're waking up and going to bed together. It's like you're, you see things that I can't. And, um, yeah, definitely do it with a partner, your partner. Mm-hmm. Cool. We've been dog sitting this week and now we're getting a dog. We are. <laughs> yeah. Someone texted me, um, a friend of theirs had bought a boxer and then they were just giving it up. They were going to put, give it to the whatever. The adoption place. I don't know what the kennel. What do you call it? Pet shelter. Sure. And she's like, "Do you want it? They're gonna. It's for free." And it was a puppy, like ten weeks. And I was like, "Ugh." I was texting her back, okay. And then she had texted me, "Oh, someone just got it." But I was like, "Thank God," because boxers. I've always wanted a boxer, but they they shed. They do, but they're sweet. And dude, Romeo is so cute and stuff, but oh, he sheds so much and he drools. And he poops bigger than I do. It doesn't even bother me, though. He does poop bigger than you do. What doesn't bother you? The shedding? None of it. Oh, God. You still... Oh, you just picked up the poop. I did pick up the poop. After you almost stepped in it. I... It doesn't bother me because I just love him so much. Why do we always talk about poop on this podcast? I'm sorry, guys. This is like the third time just this episode. Everybody does it. Yeah. Um, but I just love him so much. Yeah. Um... So let's let's finish off the episode. Um, give our listeners a message, babe. No. About accountability and walking and loving. What do you mean by a message? Just speak life into them, babe. I don't like being put on the spot. Oh, shut up. Um. Well, I I feel. I mean, accountability. Uh. Sometimes that word can throw people off. Okay. Sometimes you don't want to be accountable because it's something that you don't want to give up. Because a lot of times negative things, negative sources, fuel our negative thoughts about ourselves. And I know that that's true for me. I think most women at their core have a lie that says you're not worthy. So when I hear something that fuels that part of my ego back up, that's like, oh, remember that? This is just a reminder. You're not worthy when you hear this. And it fuels you in a negative way. 
but I think that this is an opportunity to see what those accountability blocks are. If it's something that you're resistant to give up, to take this opportunity to explore what's underneath it. Is there a lie underneath it? Do you not want to let go of that negative thing? You know, when I was in a super toxic relationship before, I allowed myself to stay in it because I didn't think I was worth anything better. And allowing myself to be treated like crap validated that instead of letting me step into that truth and and that power of who you are. So this is, accountability is such an amazing opportunity to look at what are the lies that you're telling yourself? What are the things that are draining you? Because under those, there's a limiting belief about yourself. And it's an opportunity to free that up and to bond with your partner and allow you to speak life into each other, allow you to speak truth into each other and allow you to take that step to be more fueled so that you can shed more light because that is who you were called to be is a person of light. You're called to be the, an amazing, loving person who's using their talents, their gifts and showering them on people. Mm-hmm. So I think that this, this challenge is an amazing time to be able to maybe even look a little bit deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. I won't stop till I get them in the birthday suits. Mm-hmm. Luda. So give me the rhythm maybe off of the clothes. That wasn't appropriate. Babe, we never did the challenge from like two or three weeks ago where we either had to eye gaze or dance to our wedding song. All right. We'll do that and then we'll write down our list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Send us your limiting beliefs, okay, guys. Sweetie. Okay, dokie. Okay, dokie. All right. Um, you guys are awesome. We love you. Love each other. Engage in things that fuel you. Mm-hmm. Eliminate the things that drain you. One hundred percent. Hundo. One hundred percent. This is the long haul. Haul. <laughs>